is episode 612 for April 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a cover of the Spider-Man theme song by a YouTuber by the name of Marco Vitale, uh, recorded back in 2019. Love that rendition of the uh, Spider-Man theme song. Before we get to uh, this uh, episode, we're going to thank people that signed up to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They get exclusive podcasts, more than 20, that are only Patreon available. They also get every episode two weeks early. So they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and they did just that. Another perk, they get their name read in front of every episode. So a big thank you goes out to Robert, JR, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Josh, Zach, Muhammad, Laura, Noah, Frederick, Spider Menace, Walter, Vinkman, Sailor, Craig, Andrew, Michael, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for you, Hafskimo, Patrick, Will, Symbiobro, Dowd, Taylor, JB, Stephen, Jay, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, Chris, John, Bob, Datboy, Eric, and Curtis. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace to help support the site and also get some nice perks in return. All right, let's get on with ASM Reviews. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our amazing review episode, the episode where I forgot to review two comics before we proceeded with the other episode, but we'll figure it out. We're, we're catching up now. <laughs> Let's introduce the panel. We got Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, we've got JR. What's up with you, sir? Have you well, hidden I, all your eggs? I hope that everybody remembers that Brad forgot two whole issues when they talk about me going <laughs> senile, okay? So <laughs> we're putting you all in the home. <laughs> okay, let's do take three. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we've got Zach. What's going on, Zach? All right. <laughs> We've got Javi. What's going on? Uh, by the way, Zach just left the stream as I introduced him. Uh, we've got Javi. What's going on, Javi? Oh, just itchy eyes. It's allergy season. Oh, no. Full effect. And hey, hey. we're under a tornado warning right now, too. So. Oh, and, no. And are you, do you occasionally cough and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I, I've coughed a couple times today and I'm like, oh. No, it's just my eyes have been killing me. Same. And I love, I think I've said this before. I love your shirt. ASM 317. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And we got Neil. What's going on, Neil? You know, we've been here for 20 minutes and I'm surprised that no one has questioned my hat. I mean, I was rolling with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm all about it. But other than than the hat, I'm great. So nice. And let's try this again. And welcome, Zach. Welcome back. (laughs) When I said, hey, Zach, you left. Uh, Right as you you started talking, I literally lost all audio. So I had to like. Oh, no. I can barely hear you, Zach. But I'm not sure if it's on your ear pods. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Kelly, you've got uh, the first issue, ASM 840. Take me through this one. All right. So Nick Spencer, even. Is it Coelho? Yeah. Cool. All right, Coelho, so. and uh, colors by Brian Reber. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically breaking news part two slash my podcast with Jonah. I am going to try and go over this as quickly as possible, mostly because there is an actual podcast that Marvel p- put out that I think oh. most of this, like I think everyone should probably go check that out. If I think it's on Stitcher. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's really how's the, good. How's the voices of Spider-Man and Jonah? Does it sound pretty good? They're a little awkward at first. <laughs> um like because it's it's they're not that bad, but they're 
they're different. Yeah. So, but they're you start getting into it, and it's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, but basically, J. Jonah is doing a podcast, and his first guest is the one and only Spider Man. Um, there you go. Also, sponsorships, lovely sponsorships uh, with Crawl Space, which is great. <laughs> I was totally read this panel. Need a website? Circle Try space. Circle Space. I read it as Crawl Space. I did too. Multiple I totally times, read it apparently. as Crawl Space. Yes. Did anybody right. else read it as Crawl Space? I totally <laughs> did. Zach did. did. Yeah, I did. I've I've seen and I've listened to enough other podcasts where I've heard the Squarespace ads. Yeah. So that's oh, where I heard it. Came from. Yeah. No, no and I knew it came from Squarespace. Yeah. Anyway, I <laughs> literally read it and then wrote it. Anyway. All right. So, but <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently Peter got a little ahead of himself in telling the story. So we're going to start kind of go back and start from the beginning, which is Peter sees a headline that blew his shield cover and kind of, you know, basically goes to find that the story was being told by threats and menaces or TNM slash, I guess, TMZ. This, <laughs> TMZ. Uh, I think it's more like Buzzfeed or how oh, stuff works. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Spidey tries to discuss with Jonah why, you know, he was supposed to keep it a secret, but we know JJJ. He really thought he was doing something good by putting him in a positive light. And eventually between Jonah and Nora uh, guilt tripping Spidey, he becomes the first guest on, on this podcast. And like I said, I don't think I can give the rest of those panels too much justice. They're a lot of fun. Um, and yeah. I think the best thing to do is to go listen to the podcast Marvel so, put out so for do it. They, they read verbatim what's on the page? Is that what they do? They uh, really yes. do. <laughs> they, they literally, they take they take Spencer's script and they literally read yes. it. Yes. I'll be. And you yeah. can see me now. I'm using, I'm using my iPhone uh, flashlight to, yes. to illuminate my face. Nice. Yes. Do they just right. read the Jonah Spidey parts or do they do like the foreigner and chance parts? Um, no, no. So they don't do foreigner chance. So yeah. it's basically just like it, like you would have listened to it. Okay. Um, and then chance does bust through. So okay. it, it covers yeah, this yeah. issue and a little bit of next issue. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I think it's about 30 minutes. So okay. it's, it's fun. Um, but meanwhile, uh, for, foreigner and chance are having an argument about chances cheating Chance wants, you know, wants another bet. So Foreigner decides to turn the tables and bets Chance can't steal the web shooters off of Spider-Man. And if he does it, Foreigner will cover everyone's debts for the night of the casino. And they both kind of realize what they're doing. Um, because if Chance wins, like, and actually gets a web shooter, financially, he's kind of ruined on that. So we'll need Foreigner to... To cover, so we go back to Jonah and Spidey um, doing their cast, and Nora is celebrating the chaos that is putting them in one room. And Spidey sense goes off, and Chance busts in, you know, basically ready to go, uh, and that's where it ends. So it kind of okay. ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. It's, I really like, I like the issue. It's fun. It's okay. there's, it's kind of low stakes. It has nothing to do with Teresa and Shield, and it right. just kind of it brings back an actual, like it's just a spidey issue. So yeah. I enjoy well, it for that. So what's your grade? Ah, solid A. 
Okay. JR. Oh, I gave it a B. It was fairly harmless. Okay. More or less. Neil. No gog. No gog. No God, I'm going <laughs> to, y'all are going to hate me for, y'all, if you haven't read my review, you're going to hate me for that one. Um, I'm going to give it a A minus to solid A right in that range. Yeah. Okay. I, I did re- 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 review and it's, you gave it an A, didn't you? The gog issue. Yes. And then I kicked <laughs> you off the website. I, I, haven't, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen you try to Carol Baskins me yet. So. <laughs> Whoa. That's a thing. Okay. Uh, Javi, what's your grade? I'm going to go A minus on it. A minus, Zach. Uh, my grade. Uh, sorry, I got, got light right in my face now. Uh, um, I've got, uh, I, I gave it a B plus. B plus. Okay. I, I'll give you B plus okay. I, I, or B. I, I, I wasn't offended. It was kind of fun to, since we do a podcast, it was kind of see Spider-Man's world in a podcast. Yeah. I wonder how much Nick Spencer you... knows about podcasting. I wish he would come on ours to talk about podcasting, but hint, hint. Oh, uh, can, what's that? Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, I, I re- you know, we, we make jokes about Spencer re- what listening to the show, but mm-hmm. There's just a little too many coincidences, it seems. Like what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like okay, you know, the circle you know, space, <laughs> the circle space, but not, but not just circle space, but like a, a lot of the the criticisms we've had about Spider-Man in general. It seems like everything that we've been talking about for the better part of ten years, or since the show's beginning, and how much it feels like that Nick has been listening to us talk about these things and address those grievances and make, and make stories that actually work for the character. Um, you know, it, it, but like doing a podcast arc with Jonah, look, this is a great medium for somebody like Jonah. I I'm sure he was inspired. Yeah, by I agree. PS4, I'm sure he was inspired by the PS4 Spidey um, yeah. game, but it just kind of feels like he was not just inspired by that, but maybe inspired by potentially us. So I I also think little things. Yeah. I also think like in terms of media, it's changing. So it's nice Mm -hmm. to see Jonah also changing. And it also, to me, all of this kind of helps with the fact that, you know, his character is evolving instead of regressing. Like a lot of other characters tend to do over the years, because most people, when they start reading comics, they kind of revert the character back to when they were re- or when they're writing them, they revert back to when they were reading them. And so it's nice to see, it's nice to see Jonah like have an actual character progression. And this is just one of those steps because you have to in mm-hmm. this kind of media world. So it, it's, and it's fun too, that he's, his main goal is to change Spidey's PR and to try and fix his wrongdoings and this is his way of doing it without like actually coming out and uh, you know hard publicly hard saying he's sorry. Right. So it's it's fun cuz it's still very Jonah but it's not right. it I don't know. I I enjoyed it just in the right. sense that it was just silly and fun. Talk a bit about the uh, the backup of the overdrive. People in the YouTube chat or oh, Facebook yeah. are asking about the backup I, of overdrive. I did write. I did write it. Um, I write a little thing about it. Um, so the overdrive B story was written by Nick Spencer, art by I Mo, uh, Mobili, and color by Eric. I'm R. 
Arseniega? I think it's Arseniega. If it, makes you, if it makes you feel any better, I've never been able to pronounce it either. So. <laughs> yeah, um, so Overdrive goes through kind of his backstory a little bit in his words as he's really regretting driving Mr. Negative's inner demons uh, getaway car. He isn't happy about it. And it looks like a total shit show. Um, <laughs> it really, it really eats at him just because like they're being stupid, but they are carelessly stupid and just killing to kill versus, you know, he thinks about things and that's his, that's what he does. He thinks about ways to get out of situations and ways to figure that out. And it's just really tearing him up inside to see all that kind of senseless chaos so, and that's kind of where it ends is just seeing that and having to deal with that. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure where it's supposed to lead. Well, uh, and so. I, I don't I forget who it was that when I first read it, I didn't catch whose boots those were at the end. Yeah. Was it Javi? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It's Sin Eater's boots. I, I, okay. I think you said, said it on a couple I, episodes ago. I'm like, I didn't get that when I read it the first time. I think yeah, something. Yeah, was, it's one of the. It's one of those things where I, I, I know it's setting something up. And mm-hmm. this is where using a backup with the B-list character works. Because yeah. if it, as long as it's driving the story. You know, back in the 90s, you know, Brad, JR, and Javi, Kelly too. Everybody yeah. but Neil uh, remembers <laughs> they used to have. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> uh, they, you remember how the backups used to be? I remember like the backups in Web of Spider-Man. We used to have. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, I did not type that. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Zach has clones again on the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. Be, Zach Joyner is be, commenting. Oh, what the goodness. hell? Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Um, but uh, anyway, what I was saying was back in the '90s. You know, I remember like Web of Spider-Man. They had those over, those Night Watch backups, and I'm like, I really don't care. And you know, seeing that here, knowing that it's probably going to set up something down the road, I really like that particular uh-huh. aspect. I I mean, I really like the story in general of just kind of showing showing the differences between certain villains and how they react. Because the thing is, is and one good thing about Spidey villains is that not all of them are just crazy murderous assholes. Like, so right. there's reasons why they do what they do. So just kind of seeing, seeing that aspect and seeing it from his perspective is it was, it was a neat little story. I, and, I enjoyed it. So. And, al- and also, this, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Neil. And and also, I think it was smart of Spencer because we've seen he's doing multiple of these. The, the latest one was with the Lethal Legion yeah. in yes. uh, ASM forty one, right? Yeah. So what I thought was yes. smart was was that um, Spencer is using Overdrive, a character who nobody both liked. we well, but also a character that he is familiar with because of Superior Foes, and yes. one that yeah. we are familiar with because of Superior Foes to ease us into this kind of motif of taking us through the minds of these villains and using uh and use and using overdrive as a way to ease into that sort of mindset. I, yeah. of I think it would have been good works. if they would have done that with the gog issue. Put split the two <laughs> gog stories up. Make them two back yeah. up. I would be less offended. Yeah, I, again, yeah. that goes back to what I said uh, Brad on the gog issues, which was if you cut it in half, it had been a lot less of a of, of an offensive story storyline for somebody reading the Amazing Spider-Man. And how I think t- it yeah. would 
How ticked would you have been if, if this whole overdrive story would have been amazing Spider-Man? Like if they had another part of this and just make it one issue for four bucks, I think um, that's the way I felt with Gog. Yeah. Look, I, I, um, I, I've actually been wondering about what overdrive has been doing because of the fact that Spencer wrote him in superior foes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have more investment in there. And the fact that he was a supporting character in a book, that Spencer wrote, it, I think it's a little different than Gog because Gog comes out of left field. Yeah. And because he comes yeah. out so far left field, at least there is there is a precedent with, with somebody like Overdrive or Fred or uh, yeah. you know Janice or some you know one of the or or even Herman. If you throw in Herman and, and you know yeah. p- pick up those storylines from Herman Schultz, I wouldn't have been offended because there's precedent. With Gog, it's so far out of like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, I think it's all. Of... <clears throat> I'm sorry, dude. I, was say, I think it's all in how it's presented. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't care about the guy that the uh, the tourist that the symbiote jumped on for mm. two pages, but I bought that symbiote Spider-Man annual, and that was like five bucks, and that was mm-hmm. a good story. But I knew it wasn't going to be Peter Parker focused. I knew it was going to be about this guy, and it was a very emotional. Uh, story and it's the same thing with those hunted issues with like the given like I knew what I was getting into I think because we were all blindsided <laughs> that it wasn't really an amazing issue it was a gog issue and the fact and that who knows when we're going to see the next chapter that's what's <laughs> making it hurt so much for some of us yeah and, and I, I talked you, ahead, and, I ta- and I talked about this in uh, my review that in, in this kind of, I feel like we're talking more about ASM 42 than we are about 39. Yeah. yeah. That if that, but that GOG had, if the GOG issue had made into a point one issue, we would have been upset either way because we're being charged another three ninety nine or four ninety nine a month for this. So I feel like Spencer and Edward were kind of in between a rock and a hard place with where to put it in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah, we would have complained either way. So I was so- fine with it. To go back to kind of what you were saying, like if if there was a, a all overdrive amazing issue, yeah, where it wasn't hyped as hey we're going to delve into overdrive, uh, I wouldn't be thrilled about it. But if it was if I knew in advance, like hey there's this point one, if you want to read it, great, it's a great story. If you don't, well, see you next time. Like that would be a yeah. different, yeah, a horse like, of a different color. I like all what DC stuff- Marvel fan guy says. Uh, Brad <laughs> Dog is a menace. <laughs> I thought that where's, where's your where's your where's your fading sideburns in a Hitler stash? <laughs> I shaved those Aww. off. Uh, <laughs> Kelly listed a bunch of pros. I haven't heard any pros at a JR. Let's hear some pros at a JR. On the Say nice things. I mean, we're talking about the overdrive story, right? Or, or no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about the, the whole thing. We're talking about the whole thing. You can do overdrive or the other main story. <laughs> well, I mean, my uh, my complaints are. <clears throat> Or really nothing new, um, which is why I don't say much. Uh, it's like I, I just feel these are consistent diversions to yeah. a, a much more interesting story that yeah. we're not getting the conclusion to. I mean, uh, and 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 frankly, and, and like I've said, I mean, I enjoyed the, uh, I, I enjoyed. I mean, I gave it a, a, a B because uh, I mean, I, I mean, Nick Wright, Spencer writes Jonah and Spidey going at each other really well. Uh, the, it's always fun to read, and uh, I really enjoyed the. Uh, I enjoyed like the little uh, like the little scenes, uh, the memories because yeah. you can almost. I mean, I, as I'm looking at that, I say, okay, that's from that's Ayib's yeah. amazing. That's from that mm-hmm. amazing. That's from that amazing. Uh, and um, 
but God, the foreigner bores the hell out of me. I don't yeah, understand. He had no. since the 80s for you, right? Uh, he bores the hell out of me. And yeah. I don't like chance and the, the whole gambling thing. Didn't didn't we discuss didn't we have that? Didn't we discuss that on a recent that was show? last night's spider history? Spider. We did that, yeah. So and again, so that that's I mean, like I said, they're, they're, the, my complaints are nothing new or, or anything. It's it's just the we have more interesting stories we're not getting to, and like on Overdrive, we're setting up yet another story involving yeah. the Sin Eater back from the dead, and and. And, and again, it's not a new, it's not a new shtick with Snyder trying to humanize these and make, you know, these, these B and C list villains. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of warmed over. You so, mean yeah. Spencer, not Snyder. I, I, I actually, oh, I, said Snyder. <laughs> no. I, I actually, I actually disagree on the idea of at, le- at least like you mentioned, I think you mentioned. Oh, the guy, look at the guy who's disagreeing. Look at him and look at me. He's disagreeing <laughs> with me. Look at that. He, he's, You're okay. judging a person by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> but um well, like Neil, stuff, you are stuff. you do have cat ears on i mean come on <laughs> it's, it's pokemon it's but it's all good. yeah it is a pokemon hat but uh, um I, I, this back. let me add this back back okay <laughs> <laughs> how many but how I, many clones you got tonight sir uh, you know, infinite, infinite clones it's maximum zach, clonage do you have 27 of them zach has gone dark <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> but I, I, but feel like, I, I, I feel like the guy from Ver, the old Verizon commercials is now on the Sprint commercials for reasons. Zach twenty seven says Adam. Yeah. But uh, what were you saying, I, Neil? Sorry. I actually disagree on the idea of these stories being diversions. But yeah, I agree that the Kindred story is the main overarching story, but these are story threads that have been in motion for some time, and this is our resolution to them. I'd I'd rather get the like the boomerang kingpin storyline and the peter jones relationship hashed out and wrapped up before we get to kindred because kindred is the supposed to be the end game villain it's not fun watching um like it's not fun having to deal with kindred while also dealing with jonah and boomerang that i don't want all these things going on at once while kindred is the the final crescendo of spencer's we'll call it an epic but i don't know what to call it Zack and the Dark Clone Saga since 2000, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I understand what Neil's, Neil is saying. I think the thing is, is just the fact that everything is so spread out. We're kind of like waiting for the thing that we want. And all this stuff just starts to feel like fodder for the longer endgame. And it's it's a certain it's a certain way of movie writing that I don't know necessarily translates for me translates as well into the comic. Um, I'm enjoying the ride, but and it's one of the things, it's kind of one of my slight negatives for the next issue yeah. on just, it just this- kind of feels like once, once you think something's getting wrapped up and something else is starting that you can get <laughs> excited about, it goes, you know, the other way where it's like, okay, hold on to this thread, but we're going to go, over here for a second. Now we're going to jump over here for a second. And it's not a linear progression that the, it, um, it kind of should be for a book. Soflo uh, says the art is awful in this book. I tend to disagree. I, I, I like the art. The line art is the line art is good. I will agree uh, with him well, on the One thing I was going to say is this this one of the, this issue and what we've been talking about for the last little bit has been um, 
this is where having a true blue satellite book, a spectacular Spider-Man uh-huh. running concurrent with Amazing would be very, very helpful. Yeah. Where, where you can do these things like with Jonah uh-huh. and have that focus go in there and be and it'd be fine, but you so but and the kindred story could be more the focus of the amazing and then the reaction of the rest of spider-man's world being spectacular and i think that would be a, a better use because the way everything is right now it's everything everything has to happen in amazing so you can't mm-hmm. have those things like the gibbon issue or yeah. the gog issue or the gog. Or, yeah. or you know even some of the uh, ancillary or, or the um the vulture issue during hunted that you know we don't tend to remember but you know those point one issues you know taking place in that spectacular title whereas we can focus on the things that that kind of need to be, be moving forward and i get he's well, trying yeah. to make this into a slow burn all uh like the hobgoblin mystery yeah. but we're getting to the point now where there there has to be some momentum i feel like we're getting there but with the with the pregnant pause in publishing we don't know where it's going yeah also, no i sorry um yeah the I'll, overall environment is not helping this whatsoever no. i mean just the, the everything's coming apart at the seams and uh you know this is kind of like uh i don't know this is it, it's it's it, it's very it's a very strange thing i mean it's like maybe if everything was humming on all cylinders you know we'd kind of be enjoying this more but it's like when you don't know if and when the next issue is coming out uh and then just the whole industry is kind of crumbling i mean it's uh to be honest i uh, i'm enjoying even these stories i'm enjoying less because of all the other nonsense going on yeah. in the industry it's kind of like a distraction i mean i don't i don't mean to keep on harping on a safe space and a snowflake and grandpa's internet gas or whatever but uh it's almost, but but it's kind of it's, it's kind of like the name of a character or their mission what what's no, grandpa's I mean, internet really, gas? Those are char- it, screen time screen time's power is he inhaled his grandfather's internet gas then he can <laughs> google fast <laughs> it's kind of like your house is burning down you know and i mean you're trying to read something and you're trying to enjoy it you know and uh, but but you just can't get into it anymore because everything else is in flames around you so i mean that's kind of how i feel a little bit it's i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna come at this from a consumerist policy so <laughs> thanks walter that's uh, ts champ so oh, walter um, what's up man Hang on, can y'all, can y'all hear yeah, me? I can, can hear you. We were distracted by Walter insulting everybody. It was funny. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> more, not just more hair than Zach, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my. Hey, wait, wait until George and uh, Chi Town get on too. I mean, it's like it's like uh, it's like uh, uh, being on a pool table with a whole lot of cue balls. Uh, oh. Every time you insult somebody that doesn't have any hair, you lose a follicle, Jr. Okay, okay. This this whole this this whole comment thread about Aunt May as Kindred, I oh yeah, people. I kind of now that. have a thought. Okay, what's your thought? It's, this this Aunt May this whole time is another actor. Oh. And the actual Aunt May that died is Kindred. Oh my god. Uh, but because <laughs> why not at this point? Oh, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you mean the actress in 400 that died as Kindred? Yeah. She's pissed that oh. she died and she's And back. we actually have a genetically altered actress right now. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and that was the OG Aunt May. No, no, no. I, I think she's talking to... Which, which no, one in no, 400? No, no. Was 400 the real Aunt May? No, the 400 no. was the, the genetically altered actress. Allegedly. Okay, so we think the actress is Kindred. So no 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 what she what he's what any of them I don't care what 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 Kelly is saying is is that that wasn't actually a genetically altered actress in four hundred that was the real Aunt May the Aunt May that came back during the final chapter was the genetically altered actress and that sh and that the original Aunt May is Kindred. Oh okay. Jesus Christ! Actually, DC Marvel away. fan guy says Anna Watson is Kindred. <laughs> so. Uh. Back, back to my point, I'm going to make a consumerist point of view from this. So, one, I only trust Spencer to do anything good with this, because given that Dave, David Kivelsmith is on the current writing t on the writing core, I don't trust him to do a, like a satellite title. I don't really don't trust anyone at Marvel right now, aside from Spencer to follow up on these plot lines. And yeah. also, comics are expensive as hell nowadays. Even, even like taking inflation into account, we're still above the average of what it should be for inflation. I'm not going to pay $3.99 for another book when I'm already living paycheck to paycheck to see what happens in another title. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense from a consumerist perspective. We have to, we, again, we're also thinking in like economic terms. The industry is kind of on its last and it's trying to make up with the, for this by raising uh, funds. But at the same time, I, I keep myself to about 10 titles per month from Marvel because that's really what I can afford. I'm not going to start buying a new title just because it has a plot line carrying over so it has to happen in this book otherwise i'm not going to get a follow-up to that yeah uh the people at jr are talking about all the internet gas <laughs> we've oh, totally also, gone off the rails also, oh, no. oh also off a platform randy's kindred <laughs> oh my gosh okay uh kelly any cons well i get cons and we'll open it up to everybody else's cons uh, for for this issue honestly it's just kind of I think mostly because I'm just it's it's a good little one not one shot but like a good little two shot that as as it is I like it I like the issue I like the fact that it's just low stakes so I don't have a lot of complaints on that yeah um in terms of kind of an overarching stuff it's it's the same old same old on it um I'm yeah. kind of ready for I'm kind of just I'm ready to understand what everything is going on and why everything is kind of a different thread sprawled, yeah. sprawled out, but it's, it's fun. It's just a fun, take your mind off of everything and, and read and watch uh, Peter and Jonah go at it like yeah. an old married couple. Great. Uh, any other cons that hasn't been said? I colors. Kind of, huh? It's awesome. I don't, you don't I, like the colors I, on this book? I, I've, I, I, have, I have consistently said that I don't like Brian Rivers' coloring and sat on the satellites. Like, I think in Black Cat, I have constantly gone after his colors for, like, smudging up the interior art. And it continues to perpetuate and amazing. Like, if you look at Ivan Coelho's Twitter, his lines are crisp and smooth as hell. I could cut myself on them. <laughs> but for whatever reason, they are really smudgy when Reaver colors. I don't like that. I like my crisp, clean line work. I know that sounds like very OCD, but it drives me nuts. And also, the backgrounds are they colored like vomit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
All right. Any other thoughts on this book before we move on to the next one? Okay. So let me pull up the next one. I should have had this ready. I was distracted by all the internet gas talk. I mean, is, that, is anybody picking up that book? God, no. The new, new, new warriors. What is this? Listen, volume listen, six. I'm as I'm the nineties baby. Like I am like the, the guy that is like, I love the nineties, right? Yeah. You wouldn't catch me, You wouldn't catch me dead owning the new warriors book. Just say. I, I I think there's only one good volume of New Warriors, and that was the second. That was the second volume. Every volume I, since I, I, then. I, I, there's ha- no. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. I can't hear you right now because <laughs> I literally can't. There, I can hear everybody else, but I can't hear Neil. That's so. random. Okay, <laughs> Javi, you've got this one. Right. ASM so, eight forty one. Take me yeah. through this one. So breaking news part three. Uh, Spencer's back, obviously. Uh, Coelho and Z Carlos are the art team with Neil's favorite, uh, Brian Reber and, uh, <laughs> on the colors. Uh, the credits of the book say that Gleason did that cover, but I'm pretty sure Brad, if you scroll down, it says, it, it says Otley. It says Otley. They, ch- they changed it up. It was, pretty, it, was, it was supposed to be this cover for 38. It was supposed yeah, to be this cover for 38 and the other two were switched around for 39 and 40. But after the solicits came out, this one was changed to 40 number 38 and 39 were changed yeah. around as well. The Goes to show you, you know. how much actually impacts the inside of the book from the cover. Uh-huh. If they can flip yeah. them up that quick, but anyway, go, go ahead. ahead but this one's more fitting actually. So, so yeah. uh, chance interrupts Jonah's podcast interview with Spidey. The, Two trade blows back and forth while Jonah continues to attempt to conduct the interview. Eventually, Chance just tells Spidey to punch him, which he does. Hard. With Chance's timer to complete his task to win the bet nearing an end, the foreigner dispatches a patch of jack-o'-lanterns to assist him. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work, and the jacks are able to snag the web shooter and the reluctant Chance and make their getaway. Spidey is about to go after them, when Jonah guilts him into staying and finishing the recording. They do. Um, that leads to a lot of bickering, laughing, crying, and general bonding. And over time, the episode proves to be a hit. Uh, meanwhile, since Chance won, Forner will have to cover all of the night's debts, ruining Chance's operation for reasons I don't understand. Uh, but not to worry, Forner announces that he's going to partner with Chance to keep things afloat. Uh, back at Peter's apartment, Randy's cowering in fear over an impromptu visit from his ex, Nora Winters, just like George Berryman would. <laughs> She's not there to see him, though. She's got a job for Peter. Uh, the proposal that she has is vague, but it would involve Spidey telling his own story with the aid of Peter. Mm-hmm. And Peter agrees to give it some thought. <laughs> The story shifts back to the palace where Peter's classmate, uh, Jamie, is on a winning streak using the device they made and asking to be called the clairvoyant. Uh, So closing out the issue, Nora's in her car on the phone with her mysterious benefactor. She's offering this opportunity to Spider-Man and Peter at the behest of the chameleon. Uh, All right, Javi, what's your grade, sir? I'm going to go with a B plus on this one. Okay. Uh, Kelly, what's your grade? B. Uh, JR? Uh, B minus. Zach? 
This was a B plus. Uh, Neil, B plus. I'll give it a B. Go wow. ahead, Holly. Your pros. Uh, I liked the continuing evolution of Peter and Jonah's relationship, um, the strengthening of that bond. Um, also, I felt Spencer really nailed the humor in this issue uh, with Jonah trying to interview Spidey while Spidey was fighting. Uh, just a few other uh, quips as well. I thought he did a lot of good setup for future plots down the road, although I really wanted to get to Kindred. And I actually enjoyed the art. Um even with the two different artists, usually that kind of thing really ticks me off. But while their styles are different, it still felt cohesive and it wasn't jarring. There's been a few times where they've switched to another artist and it, it totally takes me out of the story. But this one I felt was a lot more subtle. Okay. Uh, pros out of anybody else who would like to go? I did. Uh, like- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. No, go. I gotta get my notes back. I- I'm actually writing a I'm writing a graphic right now, so this. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, great. Um, I mean, my pros are just I, I think it's it, it wraps up the cute little side story. Um, and if this was actually going to go anywhere, this is fun. Um, I think I don't know. It's it's weird because it's like if this was not like if we had not read the last two issues, I would be like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is, you know, this is going to be such a fun story because we're getting into like some nitty gritty stuff with like Nora and the new Buzzfeed situation, but we don't. So (laughs) I don't know. It's, I like the fact that it wraps up the, the podcast in a cute little way. Mm -hmm. That's that it's my main pro. Neil, go ahead. What's your pros? Um, so the big one for me was, um, I think that this arc so far has shown two things. One, that Spencer is very good at keeping up with the times and evolving Peter and Jonah's kind of resp- like job portfolios as the times have evolved because podcasting is the new big thing for journalism right now. And I think that it was very smart of Spencer to translate Peter into that world, into that world of podcasting alongside uh, Jonah especially in the way of like, oh, um, you're going to interview Spider-Man for money. It's kind of a good way of Peter's two worlds colliding. And also is very consistent with Peter with Spencer's portrayal of Nora, where she's very headstrong and somewhat, I don't want to say gullible, but considering that she made out with Hobgoblin for two years, you do you on that one. <laughs> uh, JR, some pros? What'd you like? Well, I mean, it, it almost kind of felt like a retread of the previous issue, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have any additional pros other than it being a cute, you know, kind of a cute in spots, but uh, it certainly didn't feel very original. <laughs> I mean, so. I don't think, did it need to be original, though, at this point? Like, aside, aside from, like, the modern. I just era. feel like I'm reading the same thing over and over sometimes, yeah. you know? So that was kind of, I mean, but I didn't want to, you know, we we were on the pros part, not the cons. I just, I mean, I don't have any additional pros to have. Jesus Christ. I don't don't even have the excuse of being drinking anymore. Clear, Uh, JR. Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I I, I just saw nothing new in this one as opposed to the last one. So I really have no new pros. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Also some pros. Oh, go ahead, Neil. Something I didn't bring up last issue but i want to bring up this issue is that spencer has a very good grasp of current continuity as well as his grasp on old continuity like in in the casino and also i i like how that's a callback to gwenpool where they have the where they have the palace 
Um, what they did well was that they showed like events happening in different titles. Like they showed uh, Iron Man 2020 happening in one screen and like a Mortal Hulk happening on this screen. I thought that was a very good way to keep us uh, catch us up on what's going on in the main in the timeline using this as like our metric. I thought that was a nice little touch on his part. Zach pros. Well, I didn't hear anything that Neil said, so I'm just going to say oh. my pros. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, audio. Yeah, the, the, for some reason, it only gives me four of the five. So sorry, Neil. Um, That's but, right. <laughs> anyway, I, I liked I liked the artwork. I, I I didn't really feel like there was two artists when I was reading it, and that yeah. You know, there, there tends to a lot of times they tend to bring in artists with contrasting styles. I kind of felt like they were trying to ape each other to where it was at least a more cohesive story. And so I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this arc. I, uh, uh, I enjoyed the arc because it was it, it, on one hand, it's a nice departure, and and this Jonas stuff's been kind of bubbling. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of puts a puts a puts a pin in the Jonah stuff right now, yeah. so that way we can focus exclusively on Kindred uh, later on. So mm-hmm. I think that this was a necessary type of arc, but you know you could have probably knocked it knocked another an issue off, truthfully, yeah. truthfully, and, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, I'm uh, getting the hat off. Yeah, people are asking <laughs> Neil, "What are you wearing?" People are asking. Oh, oh, oh. Really, you should have you should have leaned into it and like found a Pokemon Kigu and then just changed into that. So just become uh, the so, Pokemon. Okay I, okay, I was gonna say to to Neil, like literally, Sarah walked in and she's like, "Hey, why is Neil have ears on his head?" Because <laughs> it's Saturday night, baby. That's what you do. All right. Uh, it's Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Am I right, and boys? Unfortunately, I can't hear Neil's response. It was epic. Uh, <laughs> all right. Are we ready for cons? Yeah. yeah. All right. Cons. Take me through them, Javi. So it's actually a little tied in with my pro, um, the Spidey Jonah characterization. I, I appreciate that Jonah knows Spider, Spider-Man, that he knows Peter so well. That when the uh, jack-o'-lanterns take off with his web shooter, Jonah kind of gives him a not the riot act, but he guilts him into staying. He's like, "Oh, you're going to go off and and punch some people just like you always do, because that's what you want." Right. And and it causes Spidey to pause and be like, "You're right. I need to spend some time with you and straighten this out." And he weighs the pros and the cons of mm-hmm. letting them go uh, versus what harm he's doing if he stays to talk to Jonah. Um, and while it's great for their characters to have that interaction, I don't buy for a second. I'm sorry, Spencer, that Peter would let someone get away with stealing his web shooters. Right. For one thing, the cost. Uh, as far as I know, Peter's not rolling in money right now. So having to be <laughs> out the supplies for a web shooter um, would be uh, not good for his, his bankroll there. Right. But that's his tech. That's his technology that he created that someone could be using to frame him later to mass produce for other people, um, figure out its Is weaknesses. It, like when the Punisher got a hold of Wasn't that the web uh, shooter. the Joey Z thing where they kind of used <laughs> yeah. somebody, one of his web Sorry, shooters to, to recreate like that? He's, he's all about responsibility and it's his responsibility to get that back before it falls into the wrong... I mean, it already fell into the wrong hands before they do something you know, see me with it. What were you saying, Neil? Um, 
like when the Punisher got a hold of his web shooter, like back in I think the Ennis run, Peter from that point I think Peter's just hated Punisher since then. Because mm. he uses technology to cause harm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, JR, cons out of you, sir. Well, you know, the uh I think the more interesting part of the story was left uh was left on the table. Um yeah. the one page where it says that uh Peter and Jonah bicker, they laugh, they cry, they see each other in a whole new light. I want to see that conversation. You know, that was the most, yeah. I want to see it. What I want to see what they're crying about. You know, I yeah. want to see what, what apparently, you know, they have mutual regrets, you know, I mean, what are they? And, and, and they, they laugh there, you know, cause they've been bickering these whole two, two issues. They're yeah. obvious. And what are they laughing about? There's obviously some, some special, actually special shared memories, you know, and then special, uh, I mean, well, I shouldn't say special, but then, like I said, some, some, uh, bitter memories i want to see that story i've been uh-huh. it's like almost it's like it's like almost wait a minute i got the wrong story right. so i would say that's my big con they buried the uh, lead well and i'll say this uh, i kind of get a feeling that we'll see more of that conversation at a later date yeah because i don't think yeah. I, I think something that important doesn't need to be left on the cutting room floor if it will yeah but at my age i may not make it you know that's the whole thing you know it's like uh, listen listen jr you're going to be in a in a glass jar a la future rama in the future i was gonna say corner, and you're we're just you know we're just going to defer to your your uh, magnificence adam wants to know doesn't peter's web shooters take his super strength to activate no mary jane's uses well, web shooters yeah well, but also but it, it takes, also doesn't it mean that they the two it the two, the two, like two double tap. Yeah. But 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 it also tap, doesn't yeah. mean they can't they, they can't reverse engineer the technology. It's gonna disassemble but, it. I mean, I don't, I don't really know if that was all. I guess maybe it, it might be for the chameleon, but like you don't really find out. Like at least in terms of these two issues, you don't really find out why they want it, other than. Oh, I think it was just a bet. That exactly. Right exactly. It's just a bet. So like. Not really a point. It, exactly, it's not a it's not a high stake, so it's just kind of like yeah. a dumb college prank or something. And then, I in in response. Know, someone... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. No, mean I was going to ask Sarah Pizzell. No, no, Marvel did a recorded podcast of the interview. Jr. did. It's like, yeah, that's what Kelly what was talking about. She... That was what Kelly was talking about earlier. Yeah, but I mean, not this yeah. particular page that I'm talking about, right? I mean, the, no. The, 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 no, this okay. was just a read of the first issue, is what I understand from yeah. Kelly. Well, okay. it it follows a little bit of um this this issue. It just kind of ends though at uh, Chance breaking in, and it he says a few lines from the first cup. I think the first pa- first two pages yeah. of this issue, and then it kind of trails off and it kind of set it up like they almost were going to do a second episode, but they're not. So, which would have been fun. Cause it would have been fun <sighs> to see Marvel branch out into that multimedia stuff that I think they could actually have a really good chance at. Well, the- see, and they do, they have their scripted podcast, which I think is kind of why they were bringing this in. And I'm kind of wondering if this is also why they wanted a podcast you- issue of some sort. Yeah. You know, uh, there's some good debate going on the, in the chat about <laughs> Nora Winters hasn't been seen since issue three. She's, mm-hmm. she's been, she's been seen in like issue 14, but, I believe. The, but the offer to Peter was given an issue three net. We're in issue 40 now. Mm-hmm. It also uh, does. It also did mention that Peter's been kind of blocking calls. No. Yeah. yeah you don't block Nick Fury in issue 37. 
I mentioned that uh, been... Wal- Walter would like to know if Spencer's run is better than um, uh, slots, and yes, infinitely, much yeah, better. better. It's yeah, yeah much better. better. Yeah, I have a I have a con. Oh, okay, is, hold on. Water is what? Let me let me can full screen. Okay, there you go, buddy. Okay, let me get this. Can you read, can you read this? Oh my. Barely. No. Oh, okay. I see Kindred on the left. Oh, okay. Okay. Can, can everyone see this? Sort yeah, kind of. Peter's in the okay. middle. So here are all the plot points I can think of off the top of my head that are going on in ASM right now as of issue this 42. Is like, this is like reading for me. Okay, so Peter's in the center since, you know, he's the main character. So yeah. the big ones are MJ, Kindred, and... Wait, no. Kindred, and I guess... Uh, Boomerang Kingpin. But you have all these different subplots and they all connect to each other in different ways. The problem is that we have too many subplots on the board instead of focusing on Peter and MJ and Peter and Kindred. We have the the syndicate. We have time travel because that's still a thing with the clairvoyant. That connects to Jamie, which connects to uh, Foreigner, Silver Sable, and Chance. Uh, You've got possible connections to Superior Foes. You have Kindred, which connects to Sin Eater. Back to the Superior Foes again. Boomerang Kingpin connected to the Foes again. Uh, MJ connects back to Kindred, and then Jonah and Nora connects to Peter, who connects to Chameleon, who connects to the Silver Sable and Foreigner. So, so how, many, how many plot points do you want on that page? How many would make a, a book that you'd like? Well, I wrote this by hand, Matt. Matt. Matt says I need to print bigger, but this is just my writing. So. Yeah. Um, it almost seemed like a them bones and the ankle bone connects to the <laughs> bone. Well, but Ryan, no, Neil, how many, how many are, is too many? How many are um, on there and how many would you like? Was, was that so, 20 on your page? So we, have, so we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And I'm probably missing out on like potential loose strings like Carly Cooper as part, as potential kindred plot thread. Um, Mysterio, yeah. who connects back to kindred. And um, I didn't write Chameleon down, but he connects in there somewhere too. Yeah. But um, I think that... <sighs> Taking two or three of these and not necessarily stretching out the arcs that they're part of, but keeping them in the as the major story arcs. I'm sorry, there's a fly in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> that caught my Probably was attracted going. to that hat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Mike says all I need was random pictures in red string. No doubt, like uh, ASM two. Yeah, your, your walls. <laughs> Are covered. Pepe Silva does not exist. (laughs) Yes, you're Charlie Day. But um, keep like two or three or four of these, maybe five if you want to, and then juggling five instead of twenty. Yes, but the problem is that all these different like smaller subplots. I don't know how big they're going to be, so they're constantly like in the background. But you can always see them like about to bubble boil over, but they never actually get there up until like one of them is gone. And these aren't even the subplots that have already wrapped up like uh, Craven and Black Cat. So here, we're still dealing with even more stuff. Heroing wants to know, uh, where do you think Spencer's going to go after his run with Kindred? Or you think he's going to end his run with Kindred? Do you think this I, is his big, big story? Or has he got uh, one after this one? I've got, I've got I, two I plots. I think he's got more in the can. I think he just wants, uh-huh. I think this is the first phase. And I think okay. that, that we're going to see, you know, probably some seeding you know, towards the, you know, maybe towards the beginning of the arc to kind of keep us going. But Kindred's like, it's, it's, it's the big, it's the big story. And then, then we're going to move on to the next, next thing. And I think it's going to build it, off of whatever. It's his, who is the hobgoblin equivalent? Well, he's what? repairing the damage. He's fixing yeah. what was broken. And once he takes care of that, which hopefully 
Kindred solves all that and puts it to rest, then I can see him really letting loose and doing what he really wants to do. Right. I am yeah. I am guessing that once Kindred is wrapped up, I'm guessing it's going to be wrapped up by issue 55 or whatever the last remaining storyline is. Bad. Well, no, 50's end of 50's end of Sin's Rising. If we get there, yeah. um, <laughs> and also too with like Legacy number 850, and then there's also eight. There's also number 50. Oh lord. But but um, I think that once ASM or once Kindred is dealt with, we have two possible. Uh, storylines going forward. One is Peter and MJ getting engaged and married. We've been predicting that since like the beginning of ish of Spencer's run. Or we have Hobgoblin. I don't know why, but I want to see Spencer tackle Hobgoblin. I just think that'd be cool. So that's one of my two possible. Why not go with the OG? Let's go Norman. Because because we've been dealing with Norman for the past five years off and on. I don't want to deal with that anymore. You Let's had so- enough Norman Jr. <laughs> uh. You know he's over in Ravencroft now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am. Um, I, I, I. I'm always interested in a good writer's take on him, but right now I don't have any compelling need for another Norman Osborn Green Goblin story yet. Okay. Oh, thanks, Walter. Uh, Walter Aww. says congratulations on being a father, Zach. That was Aww. nice. Uh, you need to print bigger Nile. Nile. It's okay. Everyone gets my name wrong. <laughs> Too many side yeah. quests distracting us from getting on the main story, says Vankman. Yeah. Uh, Javi hopes we don't end with Kindred. <laughs> Javi, you're on the show. You don't have to type. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to get a, I have to get a like something. I'm really proud this of you is, for pulling out the, uh, this is the conspiracy the board. It's, it's the I'm, clone episode. Yeah. Their clones are are commenting. I'm glad cool. Mike is proud of me. Well, Sarah is on dress like outfits. My mother's like, here and draw this on and try this on. And so, um, if you see me like turning my head, it's because I'm being told to look and That's okay. give my opinion. Okay. Uh, do we have any other thoughts on this book, or are we done? What do you think? I want more. Uh, you, you yeah, want more? I I oh, really yeah. wish that we had gotten at least another ish issue before we started the boomerang story on more of this like because this this issue really feels like two half issues yeah like and you know and then we're still out eight bucks (laughs) yeah and and then they you know go off on boomerang and then a gog gog backstory yeah, the, the, it's I it's talk- a side. It's sorry. It's like a side quest after side quest. It's almost like just these four issues feel mm-hmm. like Nick Spencer has ADHD. Yeah, McNulty <laughs> suggests that uh, CC Ironwood is possibly Kindred. Jr. Would you go for that? <laughs> <laughs> put put me over and team up. I'm coming over to the main book. I'm CC Ironwood. I, 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 I was about to say, I. Uh, I think we've gone on long enough. <laughs> Javi, Javi, say that. Sissy Ironwood, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that was there one of the go. best Jeopardy categories. Uh, yeah. Flower can comment. Aw. Uh, yes. Yes, they can. Yes. Eight That's bucks so- would have gotten me a good Taco Tuesday deal, says Ryan. Right? <laughs> so, so, you know, I talked about this. In a, I, I talked about this. In a, eight bucks and got me a grande combo. Oh, hell, 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 h
Harrowing, this is a good point. What happened to MJ's sidekick therapy sessions held by Jarvis? Was that, that this book or was that oh, friendly? No, this was this was ASM. No, that was yeah. no, okay. yeah. ASM. We haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. I think I think Carly well, mentioned and, it in ASM. When we saw more of Oh, he can't hear me. I forgot. I know. Go ahead, Zach. <laughs> I, I, this really sucks not being able to hear Neil. Um, Why is it just Neil? I know. I Why is Neil in timeout? <laughs> Hang on, Zach. Is it possible that you have like, me muted on your I end? Out, I oh, wait. He can't hear me. That was good, Neil. It's <laughs> 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 because I hate you, Neil. No. It, I signed back out. I signed back in, and then it's like. I can hear five of the five of the six people. Yeah, yeah. Or four. Of the in the meantime, people. Adam says, uh, mm, "Tacos." Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I think I I think in issue twenty nine, Spencer or Carly mentioned like there was a potentially a lookout. A, is it lookout or lookups? Lookups, I think. But she mentioned there was there might be one in uh San in Hollywood or wherever MJ's go or MJ went, but um. I think that was supposed to be addressed over in Amazing Mary Jane, but uh, I guess Leah Williams decided that wasn't incredibly important at the moment. Yeah. All right, so let's do final thoughts, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, final thoughts, Neil. I liked it. I don't know why you guys are so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so mean. You're picking on me. Uh, final thoughts, Javi. Uh, I, overall, I really like this arc. I, I'm not like a huge Chance fan by any stretch of the imagination, but there's just like a little titch of nostalgia that no that doubt. seeing him brings back that makes me like slightly affectionate. And um, story-wise and art-wise, I just felt it was more relevant than all the 2099 stuff we had. That that arc was probably part of like one of the lower. Uh, rated arcs for me so i feel like we're stepping back in the right direction yeah zach final thoughts uh you know two two pretty quality issues i mean i gave them b pluses um it they both seem to work on a on a fundamental level and and i agree with hobby i mean the we we went almost two months with the 2099 stuff and mm -hmm. now it feels like we're here in 2020 we've been on the right track overall yeah. I can barely read Neil's oh, writing. Hold, hold on, Neil. Zach, I love you. Please don't flower yourself. <laughs> oh. okay. I already did. Her name is Gabriella. Oh my gosh. It acts just like me. Did we did we No, that's that's suicide. That that was Javi's final thoughts. Let's hear Zach's final thoughts. Zach, go ahead. Final thoughts. Uh well, uh, you know, it, uh, I really enjoyed these two issues. They were B pluses, so you know, I um, feel like okay. we're back on the right track, and, and I feel like we've we've done a lot. It, it's kind of weird that we had to go back, and this is a, yeah. I think the first time ever we've oops. Yeah, I've never I've never skipped two issues before in reviewing them. That's that was interesting. That's a uh, and one of one minor thing. Um, hopefully, by the time this episode comes out on audio form, uh, we'll have all the celebrity interviews up on the front page of the crawl space. Uh, to where Thank you, you can for just... organizing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Jr. Well, this is uh, this is probably going to be the last review show for quite a while. I feel like I should True. have something profound yeah. to say, but I don't. <laughs> I can't think of a thing. <laughs> say, say something about death, blondes, and victory. What's, what's that from? <laughs> it's that's a from Norman Neil's joke. brain. Is what that's yeah. from? It's, it's, it is a, it is a Norman. 
I got it. Oh, death <laughs> got it. Oh, got it. Got it. Final <laughs> final thoughts, Kelly. Man. Um, I'm glad that our review show is not ending on Gog. Yeah, um, no doubt. <laughs> I liked the Gog story. I just I'm glad it's not ending on it. Um, I just my final thoughts on this issue is just it's two half issues tied together, and I wish yeah. we could have seen. I wish we could have seen the next steps uh, with Chameleon and Nora, but yeah. I guess we'll find out at some point whenever Diamond comes back, um, no which I don't believe will be August, but we'll see. Uh, Enigma wants the JR Drunken back. Podcast. So wait, uh, JR, can we make this happen? <laughs> what? Enigma. No, no. Unfor- unfortunately, unfortunately, my rambling is is pretty much a drunken podcast to be honest (laughs) ryan says we'll have spider histories yeah we're still going to keep those up every month that'd be fun you know we should jr is from romulan ale and do commentaries for star treks one through six maybe some some blue skies playing in the background i'll say this we'll still brad will still make us do stupid news stories you bet that's gonna spider criminals do not stop because diamond doesn't ship books i mean come on (laughs) i could do a whole spider crime episode kelly wants to do family feud spider-man so that'd be fun we've got mad lib spider-man mad lib spider-man i've got mad libs i've got nice we can still we can still make these happen yeah. yeah, if you would do a favor for everybody that's watching either on Facebook or on YouTube, share share the feed uh, yeah. to your friends, and so that way we can get more people on. And, and We've got 36 people, watching right now. we got 36 people nice. watching right now. Thanks. If you guys would... Uh, you know, go in, go on to the to the page and then hit share. You, you can do share all if you want, or you can share to all your all your nerdy friends. Yeah. Uh, anybody that likes Spider Man, so that way uh, we can get new eyeballs. Because uh, we're doing a lot of uh, random live streams just to get through the court teams. So okay. if you want some good, good yeah. quality entertainment, uh, even if it's not necessarily an official podcast, uh, go to SpidermanCrawlSpace.com or YouTube.com/slash/CrawlSpace or Facebook.com/slash/CrawlSpace. We thought for sure, Zach, I had it ready that you were going to do this. The Patreon. What the Patreon? <laughs> and, okay, so but you know, guys, if you'd like to support Wait. the... Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can also do that. Go to patreon.com slash callspace, where you can see when I can actually hear Neil uh, and Javi <laughs> and Kelly. We, we do these fighter satellite shows. Uh, and uh, we also have Tyler usually, so Jr. is not usually yeah. on those satellite episodes because Jr. doesn't like to read satellite titles anymore. He doesn't. I mean, it makes sense. Imagine uh, if I was hammered. I've never really been drunk, so that would be a fun podcast. <laughs> you sat the way uh, you said that was so smug. Like I've never been drunk. I'm not. <laughs> I'm five. I've, I've 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 had fourteen Mountain. No, not fourteen Mountain Dews. I've had uh, oh my five. God. I was pretty loopy then, but. Uh, <laughs> That's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 